Hey, Justin here with Stay at Home Dads Podcast, where I talk about a lot of dad stuff, guy stuff, um, relationship topics, whatever kind of encompasses our daily lives, I guess. Anyway, thank you for being here and listening. I do appreciate it. All right, well, since this is the one-year anniversary of this podcast, I thought it would be kind of fun to actually bring someone in front of me to actually physically talk to. Now, I've known this person for, what, almost 20 years. She has a couple kids, I guess, but she's not a stay-at-home parent. She has a great career. She's a, a working mom, and she just celebrated a birthday and an anniversary, and that would be my wife. Megan. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> is this super weird? No, it's, it's not fine. that weird. <laughs> so, I don't know. If I, can't, if I can't interview my own wife, then I'm going to be in trouble for the long haul in this whole shebang. So, <laughs> anyways, I was actually going to comment about the, you know, the all-too-common thing that you hear when people talk about their significant others, and that's, like, the through thick and thin and the in good times and in bad but I kind of stopped myself because I don't think we really have those. No. I kind of think that being married is the easiest thing I've ever done. And that's kind of how it should be. Right. Well, that's what uh, that's what I was actually going to ask you. Like, you know, I mean, it's been, I don't know, it hasn't been hard. It hasn't been, Mm-mm. we haven't had any problems or we haven't had those thick and thin moments or times, right? No, I think the only argument we've had is if you're going to sell your brown truck in the garage, and obviously I lost because it's still there. <laughs> still there after 17 <laughs> years. It's still sitting there, right? And I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I know that people have problems like issues, marriages, and stuff like that, and I don't want to come down on like those people, but you can still have a good marriage and still have obstacles to overcome, I guess, or problems, and still have mm-hmm. a strong marriage. I think that's kind of true, right? Mm-hmm. People do it probably all the time, but... I think our personalities just kind of fit because neither of us are very confrontational with each other, and it's not like we're fighting each other for things or needing to win or... Yeah, we're both kind of laid back, and yeah. we're, we're both... I say it all the time, and I feel like we're pretty simpatico on like like how we think and how we do things and how we raise the kids. We are both savers. It's not like one person is a big spender, and I think so often money is like a really big issue, and you know marriages and people fighting and making sure that your significant other has the same kind of goals in terms of finances is important, and we do right. So, I mean, I don't. So, are are, are we just lucky in that aspect that we? found, you know, we found that partner. I guess maybe that kind of comes out when you're dating and when you're in mm-hmm. a relationship for so long, maybe. I don't know. But neither of us have drug problems. We don't have porn addictions. We don't have infidelity. Like, you know, like we don't, like those things can I all, hope not. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we could, and it's just still in the closet. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But maybe we do have an, issues but they're not issues that we identify as problem. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like these big, like a drug problem or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I'm just. Yeah. I get in my own head when I kind of do these little talks to myself. 
because I talk to myself every week. <laughs> um, so I kind of overanalyze things. But I don't know. I think a lot of it boils down to is honesty and, you know, like we trust each other and we're honest with each other. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you go on work trips. I go places myself. Like there's that level of trust there. Like fr- from an infidelity standpoint. I could do things, you could do things, but we, we like, don't even think about it. We just, right? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Am I overanalyzing again? No. Well, and actually, kind of speaking of role reversals, like, we kind of had a role reversal, right? I mean, this is the first time you've ever done this show of mine, and it's been going on for a year now, but what's kind of allowed me to have this time to do something like this is... I stay at home and you mm-hmm. and you go to work. Was mm-hmm. that kind of a weird thing for you to comprehend when that happened or not really? No, we I mean I'd been asking you to stay at home for a while now. Even in Vegas? Even in Vegas, we had talked about it quite a bit because it's unfortunate but no matter if the woman is working or whatever it is, it seems like if the man is working as well, everything falls on the mom. The doctor's appointments, the sick days, absolutely everything. And it was a lot to do, even in Vegas. I have a very flexible job, but it seemed like on a weekly basis, the nanny was late Mm -hmm. or she had to leave early or somebody was sick and I'm trying to rearrange my schedule to try to fit and still be able to keep my job because it was flexible and people expect the moms to to stay home. Mm -hmm. They don't expect the dad to leave work. It's just not something where your boss was even really like, oh, okay, yeah, you could stay home because the kid is sick. It's just, well, why isn't your wife staying home? Right. There was like kind of that automatic assumption that you would stay home. And I was working and I was Mm -hmm. working two miles from the house at the time. Or five miles from the house or whatever it was. But, yeah, there was never that expectation that... And I, I'll admit it. Like, I didn't, you know, I didn't deal with doctor appointments. I didn't deal with mm-hmm. bringing kids to the dentist or or any of that stuff. Or when a kid is sick and throwing up. Like, it was always... And even from... I assume, too, I guess, in some fashion that that you would Grocery pick that. Like, shopping. oh, I gotta go. I gotta go to the... Yeah. I gotta go to work. Like, you can handle everything. And I was still working as well. You were working a full-time job. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'd be doing the grocery shopping, and sometimes you would do it on the way home from the gym. But for a majority of it, getting just even, you know, to to pay the nanny or to interact with the nanny and, like, have everything set up for them, it was just, it was a lot. And if I wanted to focus, like, on my career as well, it... It just was all-encompassing because I would end up doing that, and then I would be behind on work, so then I'd have to go do my work stuff, and then at night I'd be sitting on my computer doing all my administrative stuff mm-hmm. as opposed to being able to relax and, you know, or And do what I house did. Or, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I would come home from the gym, and I would spend an hour and a half with our kids. I've talked about it on here before, and then we'd put them to bed, and then I would go to the gym for... Yeah. An hour and a half. and During that time, I'd be working yes. to make up for what I was doing during the day of kid stuff. So, I mean, like I said, I'd wanted you to stay at home for a while, but you weren't the type that was just going to quit their job. So when we moved, you had to quit your job anyways, right. and we're going to be starting over. So it just, for me, seemed like it made the most sense to bring it up again. 
And when you said, hey, yeah, I guess I'll stay at home, (laughs) it was like the clouds dissipated and the sun shone. And I will forever say it doesn't matter if you're a female or a male, having one parent stay at home is the best benefit that the working parent could ever have. Because if you, you can just, swing that, yeah. You don't have to worry. Like anytime I have something, just drop of a hat comes up, I don't even have to think about it. I can drive two hours and go somewhere because I know that it doesn't matter if a kid is sick or what, I'm going to be able to fulfill the commitment. Mm-hmm. And well, with that new job you took here in Indiana too, mm-hmm. it was, there was like no way. There was, mm-hmm. there was no possible way that you could be, like that I could go back to a blue collar job and mm-hmm. then you could still Any function type of job. like no way. Yeah. And still go function with the and kids. The women that I know personally, just even in our neighborhood that were doing those type of roles where they were full-time mom, they were full-time working. This was pre pandemic where they were having to go into the office um, for where we live. It's about a 45 minute drive one way into downtown, which is where a lot of people are going to work. They were merely surviving like their lives had no enjoyment because it was just constant, just keeping their head above water. And when work from home came about, it was everything changed. You know, you were, you saved an hour and a half at a minimum mm-hmm. in commuting. Um, your kids weren't in daycare for 12 hours a day. You were able maybe to throw a little laundry in, in the middle of the day when you're having a little break or something. And it made a huge difference in, just your ability to enjoy life because it wasn't just all work and travel and picking kids up and doing this and appointments. And, and so even the, my friends here in the neighborhood have said how big of a difference it's made for them just being able to work from home. So imagine having your significant other be a stay at home parent, just even how much more that would help. Yeah. And ease some of the stresses that. Well, we yeah, I, I mean, it was, well, it was Doug's been on the show and it was, it was Doug and Tara. It was mm-hmm. his wife. And I remember that like their schedule was get up six or seven, drop kids off, drive downtown. Leave the house at six or seven. Yeah. Not get up, but yeah. leave the house. Drive, drop kids off, get downtown, pick them up by five or six, mm-hmm. come home, friend, I don't know how, like I commend them because I've talked to Tara about it before and like I commend them on like being two working parents dealing with, well, now three kids, but doing all, like, I don't know how that was survivable. You know, I, I mean, you pick your kids up, three kids. right. You pick your kids up, you get home, you barely have enough time to feed them and then spend any time with them because they're just getting home and you haven't seen them all day. And then they're going to bed because they've got to sleep for 12 hours. These children do. Mm-hmm. And then you'd get up and you do it all over again the next day. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like pandemic stuff like you talked about, pandemic stuff is really, I don't know, kind of opened the door for a lot of people to be able to work from home and then mm-hmm. kind of juggle like family and work time kind of simultaneously. I even say with our youngest about to go to like a junior kindergarten and then eventually kindergarten full day, I still don't want you going back full time. I'd prefer you finding something that's 100% work from home on a part-time basis where it. So much childcare, unless you're doing it at a facility, it's just not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Reliable. Mm -hmm. Because drop of a hat, they're canceling on you. And so just not having to do that. And here where we live, it is so expensive that 
and the wait list is about three years out, then how can how can any parent plan for something three years out? Well, that's what our other friend said, that they were trying to get their baby into a daycare, but the wait list is so long, and the people that are on the wait list don't tangibly have a baby yet. They're pregnant or mm-hmm. whatever, and they're getting on these wait lists, so the wait lists are crazy long. And so something that they're doing to try to combat that is they're really looking into au pairs. And that was something that I'd actually looked at in Las Vegas. And if we had the home that we have now, where we have much more space than we did in Vegas, it's definitely something I would have looked more into because from some of my colleagues that I'd worked with, they had done it. And it ends up, if you have two kids, it ends up pretty much being about the same cost, mm-hmm. maybe even a little bit less depending on where you live and how much daycare is. But the ability, like the flexibility of it and just the reliability of having an au pair, if you have the space is an in au pair, your home. So what, okay, like school, like I'm dumb. Like what is an au pair? An au pair is somebody, basically a live-in nanny. So that's, we had a nanny in mm-hmm. Nevada, but that was not an au pair. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. She just came every day, like the days that we had scheduled her to come. An au pair is someone who lives with you full time. Um, you usually go through a service to get them. There's a couple of different like reputable services that you can go through to get them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you have a one year contract, but then sometimes you can extend it to maybe like a two year with them. And you'll pay, you know, the company like a lump sum and it kind of, it covers their health insurance and all of that. And then you pay them on like a weekly or monthly basis thereafter. But it And they'll do laundry and cook and, and for they, the kids, like they do anything that oh, like the, okay. the kids need. Um, I'm sure you could probably arrange something with them. But from just what the colleagues that I'd worked with were in jobs that they couldn't just take a sick day. And so they needed somebody who was always going to be there. They had to make sure that they gave them like one weekend off a month and maybe two days or something off a week. Mm -hmm. But other than that, the days could kind of vary. So for them, it worked really well. And that's what our neighbors are looking at currently because they cannot find daycare for their kids. So it's another option and it's something where you're not having to worry on a daily basis that someone's going to cancel on you if you have an important appointment. Right. Like the girl that comes, the high school kid that comes to your house mm-hmm. or whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like I kind of came into this role decently. Yeah, I think at first you didn't like it. <laughs> I was very, I well, okay, A, I was super, I'll be honest, I was resentful. I was upset. We moved from Las Vegas to Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I moved from paradise to armpits. No. I'm just kidding. It's not that. Like, it's grown on me. It's nice. It's but. a beautiful town. It's yes. a great place to raise kids. It is nice. I'm, I'm starting to enjoy it. <laughs> and I see that my kids are enjoying it too, and that makes me happy. But yeah, mm-hmm. I was I was scared. I was kind of scared. Like, you trotted off to work that first couple days or week I mean, or I was whatever. I 12 hours a day, minimum yeah. 12 hours a day. You were out of here at, you know... 6 30 7 o'clock whatever in the morning it's about 6 p.m yeah and basically it was flipped i had one hour with the girls yeah and that was it well that's yeah that's yeah that's so yeah that's a straight like i said earlier it's a it was a role reversal because that was me Mm -hmm. before was just having that one hour but now imagine doing what you're doing and working a full-time job no (laughs) screw that that's stupid (laughs) 
Like I wouldn't even <laughs> I couldn't even function. There's no way. But yeah, so that's like these parents that do that. Like mm-hmm. it just it impresses me, but I don't know. I still haven't really gotten the hang of laundry. I don't want you to do laundry. You know what I don't know how to do still? Hmm. Iron a shirt. I just looked in my closet, by the way. This is a side note, but we have a steamer too. I looked in the closet and I had a very wrinkled shirt that I wanted to wear, but I don't know how to iron it, so I didn't I left it. So there's something for you to teach me there. But no, I tried like doing other stuff. I tried mm-hmm. like cooking and You're very good Which I've gotten better at cooking and I don't know, being like this little girl dad, I guess. But we've actually found a trick when it comes to like our it's not, I know it's not something like new and inventive, but we didn't realize just how big of a deal it would make is planning what we're going to make for dinner for the week. Yeah, I've talked about this, yeah. Writing it down, like the amount of money you save because you don't waste food is mm-hmm. crazy. We just experienced it. We looked in our drawer and we threw away like this thing of asparagus because we deviated from the meal plan. Yeah, we haven't done our meal plan for <laughs> a, a week and a half now. And we threw some, away one of us randomly bought us some asparagus. You know, asparagus is three or four bucks. And we had to throw it away. And that would not have happened had we been doing our meal plan. I would say that our grocery bill cut in half. Really? Doing mm-hmm, doing dinner meal plans. I believe it. 100% cut in half. Because we're not at the store just buying mm-hmm. random shit that we think we need, but we don't And really we end up need. throwing away. And we throw away. Yeah. I agree. Anyways, moving on here. Um... Another thing I wanted to ask you about since you are here is I wanted to recap our anniversary and get your opinion on kind of what we're going to do. I mean, it's it's our 10 year, mm-hmm. which is a big deal. And I felt that there was something that needed to be done that's, you know, bigger or make it a little bit more special than a standard Mm-hmm. anniversary. It's like a milestone anniversary. Yeah, yes, milestone. That's a good word for it. And we're we're dancing. We're dancing. So <laughs> and what I'm do you so think? I'm so excited. Are you excited? <laughs> I'm extremely excited. So a little bit of backstory. When we lived in Vegas, I wanted to take a salsa dancing class and Justin refused to take it. So I ended up going with yep. one of my girlfriends and then another person that we had worked with. And I had a lot of fun, and I ended up dancing with just a random guy that was there that also did not come with a significant other. And Justin got so upset that did I Did I get upset? I don't remember. You were jealous. You were like, you're dancing with another guy? I'm like, well, no, duh. Who did you think I was going to dance with if I went there by myself? I'm, I'm glad this story came up because I, <laughs> I did not know... That I got upset. I thought I was beyond getting upset. No. And the guy ended up asking me out, too. What? When we were walking this to is, the parking lot one night. This is news to me. This is. I thought I told you about that. Seven years later, this is news to me. But he ended up becoming one of my good friends, like, when we were doing the dancing. and. Good thing we have this thing called trust. <laughs> See? I'm just saying. But yes, he got jealous of it, and I'm like, well, it's your fault that you didn't come, and it was so much fun. Like, we had a great time, and my girlfriend who signed up with me, she ended up bailing, like, 99% of the time. I think she went to one class, so it was just me 
And, and a bunch of strangers. And the guy, yep, and a bunch of strangers, and the guy who was also the stranger. But like I said, we trying to date. We you. had fun. No, he he asked the one time. He found out I had a boyfriend, and he was one hundred percent okay with that. Ended up getting a girlfriend a couple weeks later. Oh, do you um, still talk to him? Is that what it is? No, you know we, we got a girlfriend. We, actually, we became reason. Facebook friends. So oh, <laughs> the plot thickens. Here we go. But he, yeah, he got a girlfriend like a little bit later and he, it was just very, it was really fun. And I think Justin regretted not doing it with me after he saw how much fun I was having. I do. And he regretted and it was salsa and was it, I think it was just salsa and merengue is what it was. Both of them. I'm horrible at both of them. I cannot, I cannot dance. Like I cannot keep a beat, like nothing, but it was a lot of fun. And so when he told me that we were doing dancing lessons, it's been something I've been wanting to do for a really long time. And we're kind of to the age, you know, where I feel like we should know how to dance. (laughs) So if we go to a wedding or we go somewhere, like, there's, we should be dancing. We should not be outshone by these, like, 20-some-year-olds dancing. (laughs) That's lame. (laughs) Well, okay, so I'm actually excited for this. Well, I set it up, so I should be excited for it, but... I'm excited. I think it'll be a good experience for me and hopefully a good experience for you. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, hopefully you're not too much of an advanced dancer for me to Well, this is going to be different dancing. It won't be salsa, so I won't have any competitive advantage. Um, But did you tell him it's like four private lessons, four group lessons, and then four practice parties we don't know what the practice parties entail Mm -hmm. but I'm sure that they're going to be fun and I don't know like for me I'm not a big things don't matter to me like I I mean we can if we want to buy something or if we need to buy something we go and you know we get it within reason yeah we're we're lucky enough in our lives to if we want something we just go get like to an extent yes and we don't really need anything like there's nothing that we really we don't have like a Porsche in the driveway or anything right. like that, but <laughs> I take one. But yeah, but it's it's we 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 are not big on material things. I've got enough jewelry. I have like to me this means more of actually doing something than getting something as a gift. Well, good. This is a, this that makes me feel really good because I feel like this is that was an honest um, answer. Or an honest feeling from you about, I know you've been excited for the dancing, but this is very, it's very, very, it makes very heartwarming to feel you, to hear you say that. And then I'm pretty sure that the next milestone is 25 years. And by that time, our kids will be out of the house. Well, geez, I can't keep doing super dances. We're going to vacation. All that stuff. No, we're going to go on like a cruise or we're going to go somewhere. Kids will be out of the house. Just something other than, like I said, like. A material thing. Right. Well, that's what I was going to kind of bring up is that maybe now that I'm older and maybe it just takes guys an exponentially long time to kind of overcome the ego or the, I don't know, whatever it is to where like they're, you know, because most guys are like, oh, dancing's stupid. Like, I'm not going to go dancing. Like, that's dumb. But now I'm like, yeah, this sounds great. This sounds I'm like really a good time. I'm excited for it. I'm super excited for it. And I am you, too. you've been really good at gifts. I don't, our very first Christmas together, he got me a 
Tiffany's necklace and a -A Build-A-Bear because we were long distance. Oh, God, this is lame. (laughs) No, it is so adorable. And he named it Miles because we were living miles apart. Super lame. No, it is not super lame. Like, that's the stuff that women like because it was so thoughtful. And, like, he had the the Tiffany's necklace in a box, you know, where the the little stuffed animal was holding on to it. And our daughter sleeps with that stuffed animal every single night. So you're saying, so guys take no, like... <laughs> that stuff is cute. Lame is cute. Lame is cute. <laughs> It doesn't need to be expensive. Well, Tiffany's, that was kind of expensive, but it doesn't need to be some over-the-top thing. Even As if long you, as you put in a ton of thought. Yes, so. even if you would have just got me the Build-A-Bear, like that is what was, to me, like what made it be a great gift. It wasn't the jewelry. It was mm-hmm. actually the Build-A-Bear and like the naming of it because it meant we were distanced for two years and it, that, I think, was the only part of our relationship I would consider hard, even, okay, though, yeah. even though, like, I was really busy with school and I worked on the weekends and you were working. It was still the hardest part of anything that we've done in our relationship. Yeah, I would agree. So the, it was really cute. It was thoughtful. It was not something that you could just really go and buy. Like, it didn't come named Miles. It was something you thought about. It was flipping adorable. <laughs> Sweet. Well, good. Brownie points for me. So. I don't know. I just, yeah. I don't, and maybe I'm generalizing, but it's do, I don't think guys put a lot of, some do, but I don't think they put a lot of thought into, not to like toot my own horn, but, you know, I mean, like, okay, so typical anniversary, what is it? Well, they put flowers in a card. Like, here you go, honey. Well, and they, that's, you know, they do put thought in it, I think, but they think that that's what well, it's like women check are going to want. Yeah, know? like that they need to do some expensive piece of jewelry or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And there are some people that maybe like that. Like I'm not that. Well, we talked about materials mm-hmm. and and and. But some people like love that. getting jewelry and they love getting flowers and and like I like getting flowers. You got me flowers for our anniversary and they were super pretty and I enjoyed them. Um, it's not though like what makes me like tick right. <laughs> i guess but there are some people that really doesn't like yank that. your chain is yeah that what you're so to it's say? just yeah. like knowing your partner and what and it's not a bad thing if they do like getting jewelry mm-hmm. if they do like getting flowers, material things or whatever. yeah that's just like what you know they that's like that's what they like yeah. it's not bad but there's no thought into that really well there well, is there, but yeah there could be i mean especially when it comes to flowers like what's their favorite flower what's the color like things like that too yeah. I mean, you... you I'm not trying to shit perfect, on anybody here. Like, yeah, yeah, you picked the perfect bouquet that you knew that I would like. And I like it when, you know, our, our girls pick it out with you and they're so excited when I see it and I get excited. Yeah, like, I, I brought I brought our youngest daughter to the flower store. And she bought me chocolates. And she, she wanted to get chocolates, so we went and did that for this anniversary and, and she thought that was pretty and special. And she decorated the box. Well, she just kind of colored it, <laughs> but it was, she decorated it in her mind. <laughs> she did. Yes. So I don't know. So overall, I think it know. was a fantastic anniversary. Like we're, we're kind of fuddy duddies. We don't do a whole lot. We stay in our little bubble. We moved here, what, a year before COVID happened. Mm-hmm. We were just starting to kind of start to go outside of our bubble and go downtown and the pandemic happened. 
So we got very comfortable just being home. And so this anniversary, we're doing the dancing, and then we're also going to Adam Carolla show. Yes, downtown. I told I, I did the episode last week and, and said that that's what we were doing, which I am super pumped for that. So Probably more pumped for that <laughs> than the dancing. Than the dancing, but I am accepting the dancing. So I think we're trying to do things that are more like experience based than necessarily material based. I would agree. Yeah. And that's good for us. Yeah. For, well, yeah. I mean, you can only, there's that commercial on TV and they always say, what do they say? They're like, you're not going to regret the things you didn't buy. You're going to regret the things you didn't do or Mm -hmm. the places you didn't go. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I'm proud of myself. Pat on the back for me. So. Yeah, so I'd say as like a woman, if somebody's thinking, hey, what, what kind of stuff should I get for an anniversary? The dancing, home run, you know, couples massage. That's um, good, yeah. We have like a place here in town you can do candle making um, or just like going and painting like pottery. Like fun things that you can just kind of do together. Things that, yeah, not... things that you can do together with your spouse or together with your whole family that mm-hmm. are more Mini bonding golf. experiences, you know. I would actually, call me crazy, but I want to do paintball one day. That'd be fun. I think that'd be a good time. We can do it. <laughs> Come home with welts all over our body, but sounds like a good time, right? <laughs> right. It does. Yeah. Well, that's about all I have just to kind of uh, recap my year anniversary of this little show. I don't know. It's been good. Uh, I've enjoyed it. I don't know. Have you enjoyed me doing this? I do. I like listening to your podcast. Do you listen to this show? I do. So I know the content has been kind of, I don't know, I try to, you know, I, I enjoy talking about my family and my kids and, and uh, stories and experiences, you know, and giving tips to maybe help somebody else. And if I don't have the answer, then I try to find an article and teach myself and then I express that on here to maybe help somebody else. So that's kind of the way I go. And, and I sprinkle in a few other things, you know, that I like to do or gossipy things or current events or celebrity junk or whatever like that. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know really where I'm taking this, but I don't know. I'm just trying to have fun. So, well, if anybody has any questions or suggestions. Yes, I say that every day and I never get any emails. So <laughs> anyways, I can wrap this up because I know my wife is tired of sitting here. So uh, thank you for sitting in with me on my one-year anniversary show. Well, congratulations, and I'm proud of you. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> so if anybody out there has any questions or comments or anything like that, please leave them on my social media or at podbean.com. And that's it. I will talk to you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends. You can pick this up on all the major streaming platforms. All right. Talk to you later.